Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. This is your host, Coach Bonnie, and today I'm talking about embodiment and ego. And I wanna dive so deep into this, but I also want to be brief because I know that I can lose a lot of you, especially if this isn't something that you're used to hearing about. Um, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning. Lately, that's been happening a lot. And I just had just like some divine downloads and just things that God was speaking to me or source energy, however you choose to create uh, relate with your maker. And I just started writing and I just was things that I felt like I needed to share today for women specifically. So if you're watching this and you're a man and you're like, dude, none of this stuff is applying to me um, and you actually want to know more, feel free to listen, but listen to understand, not just to respond. Um, if you are a man and this sort of stuff like just gets you mad and triggers you and you want to just start typing mean stuff. Let's start there. So this morning I posted a video at the gym working out. It was on my it was on my reels on mindandbody.fit on Instagram, shameless plug. And I was talking about the difference between like men at the gym and little boys. And when I say men at the gym, I mean like, you know, maturity level, awareness level, that sort of thing, not age, because you could be a man and only be 15 years old because you're mature ass, grown ass, fully integrated ass, like self-respecting and female respecting man. You're a man. I have a man in the room, my, my youngest son, 14 years old. That's a grown ass man. Not because he's tall, not because he lifts heavy and is big, but because of the amount of respect that he has for himself and for women. On the other hand, you could be 61 years old and still be a boy because of the way that you have not fully accepted some of the painful parts of yourself. And so they come out as projecting as insecurities onto other people and it turns into toxic masculinity. Now don't get worked up because I will say the same thing about females. You could be 15 years old and be a grown ass woman because of the responsibilities and the maturity that you had to grow up into. And in the same respect, you could be 60 years old and still be a little girl because you have not done what I just explained. And so one of the dudes, as always, this has been a common theme ever since I started posting about fitness content. I always get guys that comment talking cash shit to me. And I'm like, dude, first of all, this has nothing to do with you. This is a page for women. Second of all, why are you triggered that I'm saying that little boys treat women like this, not men? The only reason why you should be triggered by something that you see is because you are doing it. Fun fact, things that people do would not aggravate you if it was not something that you are currently doing or something that you have done or something where you feel like someone's targeting you or making fun of you. And I'm not saying this from a place of, oh, I know more than you guys. I'm a life coach. I'm a mindset coach. I know all this. No, I'm saying that from a state of I have mindset coaches and I have coaches that call me on my shit because I wouldn't see it if they didn't do it. And so if you don't have people like that in your life, you run the risk of aging and never becoming the adult that you were meant to be. 
and it is painful, just keeping it real with you guys. It does not feel good to be called out on your shit. It does not feel good to have a mirror placed in front of you. But here's the thing, all of life is a mirror. Everything that you experience is a mirror reflected back to you. When we suppress things that we haven't healed from, when we suppress things that we refuse to address, guess what? They get bigger and bigger and bigger and louder until you have to pay attention to them. And you see this with money. That's why I'm doing a workshop on this next week, Monday through Wednesday. I'm doing a three-day mini workshop. It's a masterclass on being abundantly aligned so that you can actually have the things coming to you in life that you want. But it starts with you, how you view yourself, how you view the world, your thought patterns, and that sort of thing. But if you're not addressing things, they will continue to occur. If you're not addressing the fact that you don't feel like you're worthy of something, then you're gonna continue to be put in situations where your worth is challenged and is questioned. If you're not addressing the fact that you're not very confident in yourself, you will continue to make choices and put yourself in positions and make moves from the state of someone that is not confident in themselves and who they are. And again, all of these things that I share with you guys, this is not like textbook stuff that I Googled, like this is stuff that I've experienced and I wanna save you from some of the pain and some of the setbacks that I had to learn the hard way. So I hope we're all on the same page, right? Right. Okay. So <laughs> I had this funny idea for a reel and a TikTok that I have no idea how to bring to fruition, but it was essentially going to be about women and how <sighs> has any, if you've seen Harry Potter, this will make more sense, but Voldemort created these things called horcruxes or horcruxes. And it was basically his soul split in seven different pieces across the world and it was so that he would never die and when i thought of how he did that and at the end when we did find him he used this little shriveled up little thing right um he didn't have any power left i had a vision in my head of how women this is how we are we give and give and give and give and nurture, 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 serve, 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 say yes, say yes, say yes, say yes, because we've learned over time. And I don't just mean your time. This is where I might start to lose people. I don't just mean your time. I mean, if you believe in past lives, I mean the past lives. If you don't believe in past lives, then fine, your ancestors. It wasn't just you. This is a, a collective experience of females. And again, if you're a man and you're listening to this and your first, your very first response is to get offended, I need you to check yourself. I need you to understand that, that your experience on this earth is not the same as mine or anyone else's for that matter. But when you're comparing two very different species, you can't go and get offended when their experience was different. And so circling back to the young man who commented on my post this morning, he was saying that I was belittling men by calling out the men that are mean to women in the gems. And I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. I was like, I shared my experience, my experience. Right? I'm telling you that I was in the gym and I've had a few men that were not very nice and I had to ask myself like, dang, did I do something wrong? Did I steal his squat rack? What did I do? And I was like, I didn't do anything to him. He's just in his feelings and that's just him. Okay, cool. And the whole reel was about, if you're just tuning in for the first time, yes, I jump from topic to topic, but I'll bring them all together. And the reel was about gym bays. And I started off describing how gym bays are. This is like healthy masculine energy. Like these men come into the gym, they're not worried about nobody else. <laughs> these men come into the gym and they actually warm up. They don't just start lifting heavy as fuck because they know better. These men come into the gym and if they see a girl lifting heavier than them, they're not gonna have a stank face to her. They're gonna be like, heck yeah, and give her the nods. And then on the other hand, you have the fake gym bros who the video is about, 
who when they see me next to them lifting heavier than them, instead of like being like, oh, wow, cool. They get rude and, and stand directly like in places where I'm trying to get to and won't move and just acting like children. And so I shared this experience and then I got told that I was belittling men. And I was like, sweetheart, you didn't listen to anything that I said. I told you about my experience as a woman. And the first thing that you said is those poor men. Don't belittle those poor men. This is such a common problem that is like, this is the way the world is. I tell you, and it's not just a female male thing. They went through the same thing during the Black Lives Matter movement when I would talk to my friends and they'd be like, there's no racism in America. And I'm like, well, how many days have you been black? You don't get to tell me about my experience and then tell me how to respond to it. That's not how the world works, guys. It just doesn't work that way. And so before I actually dive into any of the things that I actually want to talk about, I want to preface it with that. Like when you're listening to people's stories, male or female, different races, all those things, listen to understand. And it has been my common experience with masculine energy, not all men, with masculine energy that if I share something and they haven't experienced it or it doesn't relate to them or they can't wrap their mind around it, it's automatically invalid and it's not real. Well, you're just overreacting. Well, you're just over emotional. Well, you just you're thinking too much. Well, you're all of this and 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 for a long time, and I'm when I say long time again, I'm talking about the like all of womanhood, right? For a long time, even back when they were hanging women as witches because they were tapped into their their divine feminine power, right? We're crazy. We're this. We're too emotional. We're too that. And so now I'm going to bring it into the topic of today: embodiment versus ego. Men and women are different. Masculine energy and feminine energy is different. You don't have to be a man to have a lot of masculine energy. Women that do were alpha females. And you don't have to be a female to have feminine energy. There's a lot of men who are very in touch and very intuitive and they are, uh, they've got more feminine energy. It doesn't mean that someone's gay or straight. It doesn't mean that they're wrong or bad. It's just, we tend to gravitate towards a certain type of energy based off of our childhood because your childhood is where a lot, not a lot, your childhood is where you become who you are for the most part. That's where you learn everything. That's where all your subconscious programming happens from the time you're a baby to about seven years old or so. And unfortunately, there are some very <sighs> strong, deeply embedded beliefs, habits, ways of being that are embedded in your head at that age. And they're not impossible to change, but you have to know that they are there and you have to know what you're working with. So awareness, right? Okay. I don't have any water in here. This is not a good thing. And I just finished working out. Okay, so embodiment versus ego. I talked about how women are so used to giving themselves so many pieces of themselves away. And it's because we don't, I'm trying to figure out where I want to start with this. I, I, I struggled with why I'm so scatterbrained. I struggled with why I want to do all of the things. I struggled with why I can't just like focus on one thing. And for a long time, I was like, well, you're just not cut out for this. Or you just need to be more disciplined. How many ladies have felt that way? I just need to be more disciplined, which is your masculine energy. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a place for that. That is literally like how a human should be, a nice, beautiful blend of their masculine and their feminine energy. But because society, this world that we live in, has been completely dominated by masculine energy, we've been made to believe that the gifts that we bring to the table are invalid. 
because they're not logical, they're not quantifiable, they're not something that can be seen on a piece of paper. And if you are, uh, the the way that the masculine mind works is that it has to be logical, it has to be rational, um, we have to see it, we have to understand it, yada, like all that stuff. And for women, like that's not how we necessarily operate. Neither one is bad. They're both beautiful. But when you go and you disrespect and you don't appreciate the different energies and the different things that we all have to come, that we all bring to the table, you, 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 we hurt each other and we in essence hurt the world. And so when we are giving so much of ourselves to everyone in an attempt to gain love or gain appreciation, gain spread, uh, respect, prove value, because what we do bring to the table is not the same as what they bring to the table. So we serve and serve and serve and work and work and work and work and do everything by their rules. And it's still not good enough. We still don't get to get paid as much. We still don't get to talk as much. Just yesterday, I was in a meeting with men and I got, I don't, I stopped counting how many times I got interrupted. This is why we don't feel safe. You wonder why there's like this big feminine uprising. It's because like now we finally understand we're not batshit crazy. We're just made different. And you can't disrespect that. You can't just, well, you have, but it's getting to the point where we're not going for that shit anymore. Okay. So for women, when it comes to going back to if you feel scatterbrained, like you have so many ideas, right? And, and and you feel like you are just stretched in so many different ways. And it's because we've been made to be the person that ha- that gets to be the mom, that gets to be the maid, that gets to be all of these things and is, is, is still not equal, right? Because that's not as good as, you know, what they do, whatever. Um, and then in the realm of where I'm at, I'm in an entrepreneurial space. <laughs> and it is such a downfall for you to be an entrepreneur and have so many different focuses if you can't focus on one one thing and that's why i'm really big on bringing masculine and feminine energy to the table because when i'm in my masculine i make my schedule for the day and and i go by it but i'm in a sense of flow when i don't get up and do those things and it's just all feminine flow shit doesn't get done so i believe in blending both of them but i also very much understand that the way that i learn information the way that i receive information and the way that I actually make a change with information is not the same as my masculine counterparts. And again, that doesn't mean men or women, I mean masculine counterparts. There are people, there are women that I know that I have way more masculine energy than I do. So that's what I mean. The way that men are able to just like grunt through things and like just discipline themselves and just will their way through things it's because there's such a heavy attachment to their ego. And I want you to understand before you say anything, ego is not a bad thing, guys. Ego does not mean bad. Ego is the, if you could uh, give it a word, it's how your brain, it's how you identify yourself. Your, your brain, your ego is always looking for a way to identify itself. And when your identity has been stripped from you, which is the case with so many women, and if you want, like, I'm not, I'm not going to go through all of that, but just look at our history, okay? So when your identity is either stripped from you because you're made to be married to, you know, marry rich or marry this person that we just told you to, or, um, hey, you get to be a sex slave for the rest of your life, or, hey, you get to know that at any given moment you could get kidnapped and put in a car, all these reasons why, right? Or even better, this came to me this morning. I was thinking about how we've been made to be, we've been seen as the reason why there's sin in this world. Eve ate the apple. Well, here's a thought. Where was our leader, the man? He was supposed to be the leader. If he was leading so well, how did she, how did she eat the damn apple? Okay, we're going to move right along off of that one. 
But anyways, men have an easier time attaching themselves, their their ego has an easier time attaching themselves to how they perceive themselves, because that's what your ego is. It's how you perceive yourself. And your brain's job is always working to reinforce what it believes to be true about itself. And if you grew up thinking, again, masculine energy, not all men, if you grew up thinking, I am able to do whatever I want, Doors of opportunity are open for me. If I just work hard, everything will work out for me. Uh, Pain, grit, discipline, long hours, push through, grind, grind, grind. Like this is the mindset of, of, and it's not bad. I'm not talking shit about this mindset. But if this is the mindset that has been embedded in you for a long time, guess, and this is your ego, this is how your brain identifies itself. uh, It's always going to be working to reinforce that. Now flip the script and think about women. What was the... What was the identifying, if you could pick some traits or something that is a counterpart to what I just explained that men grow up hearing and not all men, okay? Masculine energy. I don't want anyone in the comments. Oh, not all men. I never said all men. Calm down. (sighs) Women, what are some of the things that we grew up learning about ourselves? I can't do this. Can't go there alone. Hell, it was like, what, 60 years ago, maybe like 70 when we couldn't get our own house or like get a bank account, like those those kind of repressive memories and energy don't just get passed away because your daughter was born into a better time period than you were. That doesn't go away because the mother who experienced that sort of thing or the grandmother or the great grandmother, like that's passed down. Speak when spoken to, be a lady. Do th- don't do things that will push men away. Like th- these are the sort of things that our egos, our personalities are attached to. And it's not that empowering, is it? That's why if you cringe when you see girl power, like please don't, please don't. We are trying to reverse centuries worth of just like oppression and brainwashing that we're not good enough or that we can't do things on our own or that we have to have a husband to do things or that we are not as smart with technology or that we're not able, you know, like don't, don't do that. Don't belittle anything that you see women coming together and trying to edify each other. There's nothing, literally all of history has been men coming together and edifying themselves. So we're gonna band together and take over this, this, this country or this religion, like stop that. Let us come together because in the words of one of my newest favorite, like just I will fangirl the shit out of Sanira Madhani, nothing bad happens when women start making more money or when women get to be in control. Be not, Lord, <laughs> when we get a piece of the pie, when we're able to start making choices and making moves, right? Nothing bad happens unless she's a crazy bitch, but the same thing with men, unless he's a crazy dick, but we're gonna stay on topic here. So with all of that said, and now that you have a, a better idea of how the two egos are formed, it's from your environment, it's from your history, it's from your family history, it's what's been passed down, it's what you see on social media, all of that jazz. Now that you have a good, clear idea of what that looks like, and you know how men learn, men learn through toughness. I talked about this the other day. Masculine energy learns through toughness. Men are easier for the most part. Masculine energy can respond well to straightforward, blunt critique. Like when I call my sons out on some of the things they do, I cringe because I'm like, oh my gosh, I hurt their feelings. They look at me like, no mom, no mom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so like, I love it. I'm like, they they turn into, they just snap into man mode. And it's not like toxic, like, no, I can do it, mom. They're just like, all right, all right, heard. I'm gonna do better next time. Whereas women, the same 
message needs to be delivered in a different way. Now, I'm not saying that we can't take certain things from men. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I do know that the way that we all go about becoming our highest self, whether you're a masculine energy, feminine, male, female, sheepdog cat, all those things, the way that females and feminine energy go about evolving and expanding is drastically different than the way that I've watched my male counterparts. They can grind themselves into a new mindset. They can, they can discipline themselves into a new lifestyle. And I tried that route and it worked, but guess what? After a while, like my soul was gasping for air. She's like, this is not what we want to do. We want to be in flow. We want to feel good. Like I said on the other podcast, I want to have fun. I want to feel what's going on. I want to listen to my soul and my body and see how this feels in me. And that's where it comes to embodiment. Women have to embody what it is that they're trying to change. They have to embody this next level female that they're trying to be. Men can, all right, I am uh, like, you know, they can yell at themselves, they can work out, they can do whatever, or they can just like mentally like will their way through situations. That's very much a thing. Neuroplasticity helps you do that, right? Creating new neural pathways. We can do the same thing, but because we're not, so much logically driven. So we're not in our minds, we're in our bodies. That's why our bodies are so sexy. <laughs> no, but it's literally a house for a powerhouse. Our power is within, our body, our power is our emotions. Our power is our intuition. And because men's superpower is logic, their superpower is like, can I see it on paper? Does it make sense? I've thought it through, I've rationalized it, like mentality and mental, like that sort of thing, that's their superpower. But ours is, I feel like God did that on purpose to show that you can't just have one. You can't just be all mindset and no soul. And you can't just be all feminine flowy soul and no mindset. But we've gotten, like neither one of them is better than the other. But we've gotten to this weird place in life where that's what we've been told. If you're not this type of way, then you're not gonna be a successful person. If you're not this type of way, then you're doing it wrong. And that's just not how it works. That's not fair. That's not the way that God designed us, right? Like, you could do, look at it like this from a logical perspective. It makes like for, if you say I do A, B, C, D, right? And I do the math and, and everything turns out right in my business. I'm doing this from like a very like masculine perspective, like very, um, and this isn't bad. Like I'm writing everything down. I'm making sure I'm dotting on my I's, crossing on my T's, doing everything on paper correctly. But um, I ignore my intuition and I make a move in my business that I didn't listen to my intuition about. It could still be a shitty business move. And likewise, if all I do is just, I feel like creating this, or I feel like going like that, but I don't look at my numbers and pay attention to what's happened in the past, I mess up. I go wrong. And so the point of today's podcast is just to remind men and women and everyone that the way that you're going to go about reaching your goals or for ladies leveling up, becoming your highest self, it's not gonna look the same way that it does for men. It's a start. It definitely was a start for me and there's space for it. There is definitely space for you to, to be able to utilize some of those masculine techniques to get the fuck up and get shit done. But in general, women, we have to feel it. We have to feel it within our body. And what do I mean by that? Like, and I've talked about this a little bit, but I know when I'm about to manifest something because I can feel it in my body. I can feel that my solar plexus, my gut, everything is like, yes, this is a yes. We like this, more of this. 
And I can also tell now when something is a no, hell motherfucking no, like this is not a good idea. This is this, this, this is paining me to, to do this. Why are you self-abating me again? We don't like to do this. I felt that feeling so much when I decided that I was gonna stop taking fitness clients. Like I love fitness and I love helping women reach their goals, but every time I would take another client, like my, my intuition was like, what the fudge are you doing? Like we wanna move on to mindset. We wanna move on to showing women how to manifest their dreams. If they want fitness, I'll give it to them but let's focus on this. And so it goes back to, to if I'm just making moves from a logical perspective, but I'm not checking in with my intuition, I do myself and those that I serve a disservice. And if I'm just moving off of my intuition without any logic or numbers or reasoning, I also do myself and those that I serve a disservice. Females need to feel into their next move. They need to feel what feels right in their body. That's why I was so big on fitness and I didn't even realize it. I can see how it comes full circle because when you have confidence in your body, as I just mentioned, your body is literally the, the vessel for your power. When you have confidence in your body, whether you are overweight, underweight, it doesn't matter. When you have confidence in this vessel and this home that houses the power that God, that the divine gave you, guess what? You are now so much more connected and in tune with your body because you appreciate it, you value it. So when it's speaking to you, like your heart's racing, it's elevated because you're nervous or your stomach is telling, like you can now receive those sort of messages. But when you're so disconnected and so cut off from your body because you're ashamed of it or because of whatever has happened to you, that results in a female not being in her fullest power. And when people don't take the time to recognize that this is a very real concept, it's not just that she's not confident. It's not just that she's not smart. There's so many more layers to it, but because these things haven't been discussed, kind of like a lot of aspects of African-American history and other history that doesn't make men or white men or people in power look too good, we don't get to hear about this stuff. And if you're listening to this for the first time and you think I'm racist or sexist, I am like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I love people and I want to see people living out their foolish potential, whether you're a male or a female, divine masculine energy, divine feminine energy. They are literally both the manifestation of our creator. They are literally the, the way that, that we were intended to be as men is a beautiful expression of what is possible when we are operating the way that we are designed. When women are fully expressive and their healthy feminine energy, that is the way that the world is supposed to do. But what happens when we have a world that is solely dominated by one or the other and made the other feel like they were less than for so long, it's it, it now it becomes toxic. Now it's not even anymore. And we interrupt this like the the balance. Like we, there's a, a natural balance that the earth was supposed to have. That think about if you're not familiar with these concepts, I, I had yin yang balls, but my son just moved out and he took them. They were his, so whatever. But a yin yang sign is like black with a little white and then white with a little black. That's masculine and feminine. Men, a little bit of feminine. Women, a little bit of masculine. Beautiful, it's perfect. But we don't have that. We have, it's like either all or nothing. You're either a savage or you're not. You're either, you're either like someone told me the other day, you're, you're anything but a boss because I cry sometimes or because I'm not perfect and I'm not consistent. And I'm like, I can be both. I, I, I can be a boss ass bitch and still be very, very much still working through my emotions and, and trauma, aren't we all? It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It does not have to be all or nothing. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up with, I don't even know which way I wanna wrap up because there's just so much that I could expand upon um, in this. But I think I'll bring it full circle back to the young man on my reel this morning who, cause I'm nosy. 
went and looked at his profile because I have this rule. Like if somebody's talking cash shit on my profile and they have a private ass profile or they have a profile with no pictures, I'm like, you don't get to talk to me. I'm putting my business, my wisdom, my heart, my passions, everything. I'm putting that shit on front street and you don't, you can't even show anything that you've done or you haven't done anything. You're over here throwing stones at my house and you don't even have a fucking house. So that's usually where I decide if I'm gonna respond to the person or not. Is this a real person with a profile? And okay, let me first understand where they're coming from and why they said that before I respond. And if they have absolutely nothing there and they're talking junk, I'm like, okay, they're not real. In the case of this young man, he's a, he's a man of God, he's a believer. He goes to church, he loves Jesus, all that jazz. And I couldn't help but thinking like, sweetheart, this is why this is why so many uh, women and people of color left the church this last decade. This is why so many people like myself who grew up in, in church are like, yeah, no, I'm gonna connect with God somewhere else because you guys are not listening to understand. You're listening to, to explain for me to hear your side of the story, which has nothing to do with my real life experience. When you talk about the word sin, Right, and I'm bringing this up because the kid was a Christian. Sin simply means missing the mark. That's it, it means that we missed the mark. And when you think about the way that we were created and the, the divine manifestation of God or source energy, whatever you wanna call God, our great creator, women were supposed to embody the feminine side and men were supposed to embody the masculine side. And when we're all operating in our best energy, it's a beautiful thing. And I don't think we ever truly got to experience that because we were in the garden for, if you believe in the garden story, you know, I don't think that earth ever really got to experience that the way that it should. And so when this young man was telling me, like just, just responding with his own responses, but not hearing me at all, I was like, dude, this is the definition of sin. I didn't write that to him because that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. It's missing the mark. It's not, we're so focused on who's doing what with their baby. We're so work focused on who's having sex with who. You're so focused on all this shit, but like you're also very much missing the mark, AKA sinning, when you are just completely disregarding, not including, not hearing your counterparts and their experiences. We're missing the mark as a society. I think that that is all that I have right now. I don't even know how else I want to wrap that up. I hope that this landed for someone. I hope that this maybe brought some clarity to some females who feel like, I don't understand why I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. Stop trying to will your way through everything. Maybe that's not the way you were designed. Maybe you should start with embodiment. I should probably elaborate on embodiment, embodiment before right now. Embodiment is embodying, feeling in your body, Experiencing it before it happens is his key in manifestation, the thing that you want. Again, men can will their way through. I wanna go to the gym, men lose weight so fucking fast, oh my God. Men can start working out and and just, they'll, they'll, they'll just be on it. Like, all right, I'm gonna start going to the gym now. And then they do it. And I know this because I've worked with many male clients and I've seen the ones that have more masculine energy than feminine. And they're like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And like in no time at all, they don't need my help anymore. They're like, all right, you showed me how to build my workout plan this way. Okay, you showed me how to do this. It's like, okay, cool, thanks, Bonnie, appreciate you, bye, they're out. Whereas the ones that have a little bit more feminine energy and there's nothing wrong with this, they need a little bit more guidance because they're not as confident in these things, right? So ladies, for you, when you're trying to do something new or hard, 
One, don't be afraid to get a guide. Don't be afraid to let somebody lead you. Not saying women can't be leaders, but essentially like when you're in your healthy feminine energy, you shouldn't have a problem being led. Same goes for masculine, but you shouldn't have a problem being led. Number two, you have to know beyond the shadow of a doubt what it is that you want because you will never be able to embody or manifest something and you have no fucking idea what it is. Holy frack, I just opened up another can of worms. Last year when I had manifested everything on my vision board, I remember there was a good six months where I was like, I have no idea what I want now. Because in the entrepreneurial space, when you're a business owner, when you're, you're working by yourself, you can't just reach one goal of success and stay there because you're either growing or you're dying. And so I had ridden, I always like to use that analogy with a mountain. So I'm riding up this hill, I got to the top of the mountain, but it's like out of nowhere, another mountain is in front of me. And if I don't keep riding upwards on this, on this mountain, then I'm not just gonna stay put, I'm going to roll backwards. And so every business owner, every mentor, everybody I knew was like, well, what do you want next? What are you gonna do next? And I was just kind of like stuck on stupid. Like, I don't know. And I would start making vision boards. I'd start doing my manifestation stuff. I'd be doing all of the things and nothing was coming to fruition. And I was like, dude, what am I doing wrong? Like, I'm a master at manifestation. What's going on? I didn't know what I wanted. I thought that if I put this on my board, it will make my mentors proud. I thought that if I put these things up here, then it will impress people. It's not what I wanted. I thought I wanted to have a launch that made a certain amount of money. And truth is, I just want to impact lives. And yes, I have goals, but I honestly don't care about the numbers attached to it. And when I get out of my natural state of wanting to serve and give and flow and, and connect with God and give the wisdom back that God gives me to people and be in my intuitive spirit and nurturing, like when I I try to go too much to the other end of, oh, I'm going to reach this goal and oh, I'm going to do this. When I like do that, like it doesn't feel natural. It comes off as inauthentic and it never works. What does work for me though, is when I practice embodiment and I get crystal clear about what it is that I want. I had to do that the other day. And here's something that a lot of women don't do. When we get, first of all, from what I've learned with my women, my life coaching clients, is that they, we don't know what we want. And that comes from everything that I described in the beginning of the podcast, being told what to do your whole life, never given that autonomy, never being taken seriously. So when you when they get on a call with someone like me, who's like, I did this, I did this, I did this, and these are all the things that I wanted, now what do you want? They're like, I don't even know. I, I, well, I thought I wanted a happy marriage and I have a marriage and it's not happy, so I don't even know if I want another marriage. I, I thought I wanted a career and, and all I'm, I'm getting sexually harassed and I'm getting belittled and I'm not getting paid as much. I, I don't know if I want a career. I don't know if I want a business. I don't know if I trust myself enough to do that. So for a lot of women, when it comes to the, the art of embodiment, it's very fucking hard to embody something that you don't know that you want. It's very hard to embody and manifest something if you have no idea what it is that you truly want. And that's where the ego comes in again. You're just trying to, your brain's just trying to reinforce who it believes to be. And if you believe that you are a low level woman who just kind of just lives through life and lets things happen to her, if you believe that you are not, that you don't trust yourself enough to make good choices, you don't trust yourself to have good things happen to you, you don't trust yourself to take leaps of faith and invest in yourself and, and, and go on retreats and go on places where you can dive deeper into who you really are and access your power, all that jazz. If you don't trust yourself to do those things, because your whole life you've been told that that's like craziness or it's not real or it's not a degree and it's not quantum. Like, of course you don't know how to embody your highest self. You have no connection with her. 
and I promise I'm actually gonna finish the podcast right now. What helped me get back into my flow of manifesting things rapidly was embodying what I actually wanted and admitting that I actually wanted these things. A lot of the things that I wanted, I would be afraid, I was afraid to admit because I thought that it would compromise my mission, which is crazy because my mission on earth is something God put in my heart. But I was afraid to admit the things that I really truly wanted because I thought, well, God, how can I possibly do this dream that you gave me? If I make this move, the people that I want to serve are going to think this and they won't be happy. And if I do this and if I go about it this way, then people, no one's going to understand how I, I, why I would do it that way. And everyone's going to tell me it's wrong, God. And, and that is the feminine experience that everything that you're doing is wrong and you don't know what you're doing, just do it this way. This is the way it's always been done. But ladies listening, I'm here to tell you and I'm here to set you free. Like your intuition is your most, it is your superpower. And your intuition and 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 the, your ability to embody and your ability to manifest is gonna be indicative of your ego, how you view yourself. And so if you don't view yourself as a powerful woman, if you don't view yourself as someone that can achieve anything better than what you have right now, if you don't view yourself as anything to what you see now, Dear God, that just made me sad. It's a sad thought. It's a sad thought to think of a whole wasted life spent on staying in a box, on not being who you were meant to be, on not tapping into your superpower. That is a scary thought to me. And I hope that nobody has to experience that. And that's why I get on here and do these lives. That's why I do the workshops. That's why I do the courses. I want to help awaken you. I want to help show you what's possible. If I get on here and I talk a lot about my experience or the things that I've been able to do, I need you to understand it is not coming from a place of bragging. It is coming from a place of like, sis, if I can do it, you can too. I promise you, let me show you. So for real, for real, guys, that is it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'm gonna be getting back to podcasting more frequently now that I understand how to upload them to Anchor on my own. If you're watching this live on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, you can find my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It is the Boss Life with Bonds. If you're listening to the podcast and you are not following me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Coach B O N S, Coach Bonds. And on TikTok, the, I'm looking right at it. On TikTok, it's the name of the podcast, Boss Life with Bonds. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to screenshot this and share it with a friend. Shout out to everybody on TikTok who shared this with someone. I appreciate the fuck out of you. If you are like, yo, I need to hear more about stuff like this, I'm intrigued. I'm doing a workshop next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 p.m. EST. Replay is available for those who register for the masterclass. I will not be doing this masterclass again. I did it in the beginning of the year for a much higher price, but I understand we're going through a recession and we're going through rough times. And I want to be able to remove the financial barrier for those women out there who want to better themselves, but have no idea where to start. It's called Abundantly Aligned. It's a mindset and manifestation course. It's going to help you. It's going to reveal to you some of the biggest blockers that are keeping you stuck and how you can rewrite your story and how you can reprogram your mind. And most of all, how you can get abundantly aligned. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I believe in you. I love you. Now, ladies, go get your life.